Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, uh, Super Bowl food. Super Bowl food. We're going to discuss that here for a second. Uh, it's a great topic, uh, especially considering Blake and I disagree so much. And y'all do, too, with us, which I love. Uh, your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. We had Zach Arnett on at 730. That will be on Apple Podcast and Spotify in an hour or two. All right, we thank you for going and hitting Apple Podcasts, Spotify, searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. We had Zach Arnett on for 20 minutes um, last hour, and Tom Luganbill will join us at 8.30, 8.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Now, Super Bowl food. So you're going to fire up the grill, the smoker. Some of you are going to get to-go food. You're going to have all sorts of different things going on. You've got dips. You have Rotel. You have Boar's Head charcuterie boards. By the way, before I took my road trip yesterday and ended up at Spring Street Cigars yesterday afternoon in Starkville, um, I had a, a Boar's Head. Wendy bought this, like, real multigrain bread it's like delicious and i put some boar's head ham on there and some boar's head uh swiss cheese and then a spoonful of sauerkraut because i read that that's really good for you and i'm trying to get into that healthy bob and that was my that was my lunch and it was excellent but as y'all are getting ready this weekend to put together your super bowl charcuterie board it needs to be powered by boar's head premium meats, cheeses, and hummus, and you can find them at corner market grocery stores. All right, Blake, so the big thing, we've got people going to whiskey61.com, posting under the Super Bowl giveaway. Must be 21 years or older. That's how you enter to win. For the Patron tequila golf bag, bottle of Patron, and then also Edwin Watts Golf Shop, thank you, for the dozen Pro V1 golf balls. That's a huge, huge, huge Super Bowl giveaway prize package go to whiskey61.com post who who you think is going to win score and favorite food now we we've already got their um buffalo chicken dip i'm not a buffalo chicken dip guy now it's not something that like i wouldn't take a chip and at least try but i'm just not a buffalo chicken dip guy but that is I mean, don't you think that is one of the most common foods consumed on Super Bowl Sunday, Blake? Has to be. It has to be because it's it's basically the easiest thing that people can throw together and call a dish. Yeah. Like, it's some pulled chicken and then a bunch of cream cheese and other cheeses and buffalo sauce. Like, it's not 
complex. It's pretty gross in my opinion, but it's very common. Uh, okay. Now somebody on the whiskey 61.com says smoked queso. I'm there. Yes. I'm here. Let me tell me where to go. Give me a bunch of chips. Chips are already my weakness. I basically cut them out of my diet. Um, however, on Sunday, uh, there are no rules and I plan on starting early, you know, 1130 noon and grazing throughout the day. And uh, smoked queso sounds amazing. Yeah. Do you know who did smoked queso? Okay, so was that the Georgia game this year? And maybe oh. the Egg Bowl last year because the Egg Bowl was in Oxford this year. Uh, Kendall Collins and his group at the in Starville, they have done smoked queso on at the tailgate. It is, wow. It is fire. Okay. It's very good. Like, smoking queso is definitely something you kind of have to go out of your way to do at home. That's but, like something Josh Ard would do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I, smoking case, smoking anything at your house, like, you have to be prepared for, right? Right. But if you've got the, if you've got the charcoal grill or you've got, like, a, you know, a fire pit or something like that, you can smoke stuff at the, at the tailgate pretty quickly. That's, that's not a bad idea. I like okay. a little smoked rotel. Can I give you some interesting Super Bowl snack food statistics or ask you i guess questions about them i got this list in front of me that is the according to a report done based on google searches and things like that and data mining and all that good jazz that we like to talk about uh, america's top 10 super bowl party foods this is from this was literally written yesterday so okay. this is brand new data okay okay you mentioned right off the bat and we talked about this buffalo chicken dip was yeah. like a hot one on the on the uh, whiskey61.com and I feel like I see it at every forget just Super Bowl party any football tailgate almost always has some version of buffalo chicken dip yes. right feels yes. like it's at every sporting event thing that we go to it's not on this list buffalo chicken dip is not on the top 10 according to this data mine survey number 1 can you guess what the number 1 Super Bowl party food in America is uh, chips and dip. Oh, that's number three. Chips and salsa is number three. Okay, so what is the number? Pizza or wings? Wings is number six. Okay. Pizza is not on the top ten list, which is a little surprising to me as well. That surprised me. I would think that Domino's, Pizza Hut, and Papa John's numbers go through the roof yeah. on Super Bowl Sunday. But, okay, so I've still got to find number one. It's it's something that you've 100% had and you probably look down at as a not elevated enough food item. But I bet every person here has gone to a party and they've been there. Oh, guys, is seven-layer dip? No, that's... uh. There is not That's a seven not layer. Good. No, it is. It's meatballs. No, I like meatballs. Okay, I, I had meatballs at Enzo for lunch. Yeah, uh, but it's not. It's not. These are usually probably done in a crock pot. They're probably sitting in sauce. No, no, right? I like those. Wendy okay, does though. All right, this is going to surprise you. It's shocking me right now. This is yeah. No, no, Wendy does some of. I think Wendy does, or somebody in the. And, and no, my mom. I can't remember. Anyway, no, I like those in a crock pot. I actually do. Um, I, but I, I've got to hit on this list a little bit more when we come back because you, you just tapped into a couple of things. Out of Bounds will be back in a second.
Tom Luganbill compared Spencer Sanders to, you know, Jaden Dan, a little bit of Jaden Daniels, some similarities there. Um, I can't wait. I really can't wait to see how this shakes out. Uh, Jackson Dart's a really good football player. Spencer Sanders is a really good football player. Uh, both super athletic, mobile with their feet. Sanders has more experience. He's more accurate, a little more dynamite with his legs. I just don't think Dart's going away easily, but it, it I get the sense that Lane Train is moved off of Jackson Dart. Like, you know, he liked some of what he saw, but he's just like, I, I'm going, I, I'm going with, with Spencer Sanders, um, which then leads us to what, what is Jackson Dart going to do if that's the case? Like what, what is he, he's already transferred once. I, I think you can transfer again. He's not going to just sit and hang out. Uh, and especially if Spencer Sanders is the starter this year, and then it looks like Walker Howard will be the starter the next. I mean, Jackson Dart's already started. He likes it. Um, and, and his clock is ticking just like all these players. So do we have a three-horse race? I'm not convinced. Do we have a two? Yes. But has Lane Kiffin already moved off Jackson Dart mentally? This will be a wild QB competition. But will it only last in the spring? Because if Dart gets any hint, hey, Lane Kiffin's never going to tell me this, but he's soured on me. Or he doesn't think, you know, I'm exactly what he wants, although Dart is good. Um, but Spencer Sanders has four years of experience at Oklahoma State. He said he's six one, six one and a half. I was looking at some of his uh, QB runs yesterday, and he can scoot. So uh, I mean, he'll be, he'll be able to do that. Now, flip side is our league is faster, quicker, and stronger. Um, so you may look at those and shave off a little bit. But, hey, Corral could pull it down and roll under Lane two years ago, Blake. I mean, he, he and at times Corral would rip off a 15-plus yard run, which is just a backbreaker for for defenses. Do, do you, Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. But if you miss Tom Luganbill, it'll be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we took a deep dive into – Spencer Sanders, Jackson Dart, Walker Howard, the quarterback room. And, and man, I get the sense, Lugan Bill, it, it may even be a heavy lean, a strong lean towards Spencer Sanders as the starting quarterback at, uh, at Ole Miss, which then the question is either can Dart just say I'm transferring and nobody's going to do anything about it, which I'm not sure anybody is this day and age, and or is he loading up with classes where he'll be, a, and I'm putting this in quotes, even though you can't see me, a grad transfer at some point this summer. Because guys can do that. I mean, I know he hadn't been in college that long, but he can probably find a pretty quick path to a degree. 
and I don't know, take 21 hours, another, you know, correspondence courses. You got the uh, the May semester and maybe even need June, too. I don't know if he can get to 128 hours by then. Again, I mean, he hasn't been in school that long. But this day and age, I don't put it past any of them. Or he just says, uh, somebody mistreated me, and everybody runs from that in collegiate athletics today. And that's enough to say, we'll give you a waiver, and you can be a, a two-time transfer guy. I I don't. I, I just know I don't see him on the sidelines next year at Ole Miss if he's not going to be the starter. But again, I don't know where he is academically as far as his track record. Um, I mean, I know he's plenty smart, but I don't, I don't know what all he's knocked down at Southern Cal and at Ole Miss. So there, that that's my two cents on that. Back into some fun stuff like uh, Super Bowl food. I am not a Buffalo. What's it called? Buffalo chicken dip? Yes. Yeah. I'm not a buffalo chicken dip guy. You know what's – and I'm not a seven-layer dip guy. There's too much uh, – what's the white stuff? It's not, it's not cream cheese, is it? Is that what it is? I think so. Seven sour layer? cream? Sour cream. I do not like sour – no, I mean a little – just a little bit of sour cream goes a long way for me. That's way too much sour cream. I mean, putting a chip through all that – no, thank you. Y'all, Blake's going to be blown away because he – we both give each other a hard time. There's no – I mean, he's just as high-maintenance and, and, and foodie as I am. Um, but I'll tell you something that's good out of a can that trumps a float chicken dip or seven-layer dip. Bean dip and Frito scoops. <laughs> just telling you what – now, look – Wendy's going to do something much more, I mean, not this, like, crazy elaborate, but Wendy, this is what I like. She she does cream cheese, spicy sausage, and Rotel tomatoes, but she cuts down the normal, I'd say, Sunbelt, I mean, like 70% of the cheese, right? So it's not yellow and thick, Um, and so, but it's got more Rotel and more sausage and... Uh, you can get your chip through it, too. And then three, uh, it's not as thick as just your normal, I'm going to use all this Velveeta into a Rotel. I don't I, I don't like yellow. I like more of a, I guess a white dip, but more of a, a lighter, light, light yellow because of what the Rotel and the sausage can do. And then we'll I'll do some chicken on the grill. We'll shred it, and we'll do some... Uh, you know, somewhat homemade nachos, jalapenos, all that will be good, and we'll do some deer sausage. Um, but, yeah, not a seven-layer dip fan, not a buffalo chip. Now, taco dip, I'm in. I like some taco dip. If it's done well, I, I can get all into that. I like bean dip, and I like corn dip as long as there's not too much sour cream. So I would think what the normal person puts in a corn dip, sour cream-wise, if you cut that in half, I'm all in. Does that sound about right, Blake? Yeah, some of those things, it definitely sounds like you wanting to cut all the good stuff out of dips. I, that definitely sounds accurate. It's okay. surprising to me that you would eat bean dip out of a can, but you don't eat like some of these other things. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't do it often, okay? But as my son was growing up, he got into bean dip. Like one of the things you referenced, and Frito, 
Go ahead. Well, one of the things you referenced as being bad on the list that I thought was good, uh, someone mentioned on the text line and on whiskey61.com where you can get in to win, uh, was the like Smokies or the little sausages. And you were like, oh, I hate those. You eat bean dip, but you don't eat the little smoky sausages? Absolutely. I mean, I, That's you know, crazy. I no, the the little bean, what'd you call them? Bean They're sausages? Smokies. Yeah, those smokies. call them like Smokies, little sausages. Yeah, 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 I think those things are nasty. That's crazy. Uh, it reminds me of being like six when you ate garbage as a kid. But you eat, bean, you eat canned bean dip. I, well, I don't eat it like, I, I may eat it once a year. But my son, starting at like six or seven, got into it. And even through, yeah, he's in high school. You know, he can still hammer it. But a, a good Frito-Lay, uh, Frito scoop with some bean dip. I, that's not going to be on the menu on Sunday. But absolutely, to me, that bean dip trumps those beanie weenie things that you're talking about. Because um, those things just taste like artificial crap to me you know it, it just tastes like uh what what are what, are, what else about Vienna sausages uh i mean how how bad are those things so yeah i don't i don't i don't I, but i could see you loving those those little uh whatever you call them beanie sausages good grief all right sec insider hit coming up next and we've got a uh, qb we've got qb competition in Oxford, Tuscaloosa, and Athens.